Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and today we are going to deal with a question that was written in by one of our listeners, and they asked to remain anonymous, uh, which is fine. They are wondering about the scripture in Revelation chapter 20, when it said uh that he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, and cast him into the bottomless pit and bound him for a thousand years. So their question is concerning the thousand years and when is that going to take place? So we can answer that. Um, I actually taught on this uh, quite a few years ago, uh, but I I don't know that we have access to the recordings or we could just go ahead and air the uh the original teaching that I did on this uh, years ago, but I, I don't have any notes on this. I just, uh, we're going to open the Bible up here and we're just going to go through the scriptures verse by verse and talk about them. So if you're going to study along with us, if you have a Bible open, it'll be in Revelation chapter 20, verse one. And it said, and I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Now, When you're studying this, you've got to start, always, always, always start with Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. Okay, always start with Revelation chapter 1, verse 1, because that will explain to you what we're dealing with. Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 said that this is the revelation of Jesus Christ, okay? It does not say that this is the revelation of some end-time prophetic cataclysmic end of the world. It says this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And the word revelation is the Greek word apocalypsis. Yes, I'm very well aware of the fact that that sounds like apocalypse. And I am also aware of the fact that the word apocalypse comes from the word apocalypsis. And apocalypsis, which is rendered in the King James Bible as revelation, is defined as a disclosure or an appearing or coming, or to lighten, a manifestation, to be revealed, to take the cover off, and to show what was hidden. Okay, so the word revelation just really means to reveal something that was hidden, and that's what the word apocalypse means. Even though the movies have caused us to believe it's some kind of zombie invasion or something terrible, it's not something terrible. And the reason, let, let me just go on and say this while we're on this, that if you have a revelation or if you receive a revelation, it is a coming of Christ. It is an appearing of Christ because you cannot revelate yourself. And I know that a lot of the old gospel songs and things that we used to listen to, uh, there was one in particular, it was called John the Revelator. And it said, John the Revelator saw Jerusalem coming down, talking about John the Revelator. John was not the Revelator, okay? And I'm sure the song went on and did great on the charts and made whoever wrote it and sang it a lot of money, but he was not the Revelator. God is the Revelator. We receive the Revelation. And I know it sounds like I'm nitpicking, but I'm not. This is This is part of the deception of the church. This is why the church is in the shape that it's in today. Because we 
listen to this stuff and we believe, oh, well, John's the revelator. Well, if John's the revelator, then we're the revelator and then we can produce the revelation and revelate everyone around it. No, I don't give you the revelation. I receive the revelation from God. And if you get it, you receive it from God. We are not the revelators. Okay. God's the revelator. This is the revealing of Jesus Christ. This is the making known of Jesus Christ. This is the pulling the curtain back and showing you what you could not see about Jesus Christ. And it says, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants the things which must shortly come to pass. And I know that people look at that verse, which must shortly come to pass. Listen, 2,000 years later is not shortly come to pass. All right, let's just be honest about this. And he sent and he signified it. Now, that is that word right there, signified it, is very, very, very important to understand what that means. Because the word signified it uh, in the Greek means a mark of, uh, or a mark, or to indicate, or to, like, to give a sign to make known by giving a sign. Okay, so they're symbolic. All of this stuff is symbolic, all right? And he sent and he signified it. He, he did it by types and shadows or by signs. Uh, and he sent it by his angel unto his servant, John. So, the most important thing with studying anything in this book is understanding this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is not anything but the revelation of Jesus Christ. And it's it's very, very important that you understand that when you're studying. Because if you have been deceived to believe that this is some kind of end-time prophecy book, you will never understand anything in the book. It's impossible that you could have any understanding of anything in this book if you believe, if you've been deceived to believe that it is some kind of end time prophecy book. See, so let's go back to Revelation chapter 20 and verse 1. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. See, they're symbolisms. And he laid hold on the dragon. Now, I want you to understand that when you're dealing with the... Well, let's just finish the verse, then I'll explain. He laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Okay, there's so much to say in here, and I wish that we had access to the old recordings because I, I would make those public for you guys on the podcast, but we don't we don't have those anymore. Um, we Back then, we went through a lot of problems with hard drives and different things where... Uh, I take full responsibility. It was all my fault. I would overload these hard drives, and we actually had one hard drive literally catch on fire. It literally started burning, and um, that was a little scary because it could have burnt our entire systems out. Uh, but it caught on fire because we just loaded and loaded and loaded and loaded too much on them. And I kind of started to use that as a warning to me when I'm teaching to not overload people because I don't want to catch them on fire either. So he laid hold on the dragon. When you're dealing with the dragon, and we're going to be simple about this. We're not going to go very in depth, so don't worry. 
when you laid hold on the dragon, we're talking about, it said, which that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. So all of these things are one, one, uh, spirit, one, like, uh, one force. Okay. It's just like God manifesting in different offices. That's what this is. It's the powers of darkness operating in different offices. That's, that's what we're dealing with. The dragon is the attribute of the system. Okay. It's in actuality, what controls what we call the world. All right. And the reason I say that is because when you're dealing with the world in the Bible or the word world in the Bible, you are dealing with, there are a few different words used and we're going to get into them a little bit, but one of them is aeon. Okay. And aeon means age. And another one is like the system of the world. And that's, that's what we're dealing with, with the dragon, the system of the world, which is in actuality, the system of religion. All right. It is the same spirit. It's the same force behind it, controlling both that old serpent. Now we can go back to Genesis and that's where everyone goes for the serpent. Now we understand that he, it was not a snake. Okay. It was just an attribute, the serpent, which, um, by definition actually means an artful in the Greek definition, uh, is office. It means an artful, malicious person. And it goes on to say, especially Satan. Okay. Um, sly, cunning and artful, malicious person. So, which is the devil. Now we've done teachings on this, but this word devil is the word Diablos. It means traducer or false accuser, slanderer. Okay. And Satan, which is, uh, the Greek word, uh, Satanus, which means the accuser. And Satanus comes from the word, actually, Satan, which uh, Satan is derived from the Hebrew word Satan, or Satan, actually, I think might be the better pronunciation for it. Uh, If you are a Hebrew major, please forgive me for my... uh, a bad grammar here. Uh, and the Hebrew word Satan or Satan means an opponent, uh, the arch enemy of good, an adversary, or to withstand. Okay, so these are all attributes of the powers of darkness and bound him a thousand years. Now, when you're dealing with the word thousand, you are dealing with the word eternity. Okay. It is symbolic to eternity. That is why no one in the old Testament could live a thousand years. They would live 900 years, but they could not live a thousand years because if they lived a thousand years, that was, would actually, uh, be in prophecy, them living eternally. Okay. It's not a literal thousand years. Now I grew up in churches where they would they would get up and quote my father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Well, listen, if you're in Colorado, you're he's broke. If you're in uh the western part of Canada, he's broke. If you're in the Appalachian regions of the United States, he is destitute. 
if he only owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Because there are states that have more than a thousand hills just in the one state. So I think everyone can agree that in that statement, they're just saying, oh, he owns everything. But how come it's everything in that statement, but it's not everything in these? See, it is everything in these. It's, it is symbolic to eternity. Verse 3, and cast him, I think this is the scripture that was in question, and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Now, I can, I can kind of see how people get this all screwed up, but let, let's break this down. Let's go and look at this and cast him into the bottomless pit. Now, the bottomless pit is the Greek word, um, abusos, I think is how it's said. And it just means it's depthless and it, it's abusos is what is rendered as abyss. Okay. Um, it's rendered as the abyss. And buthos means depth, okay? Um, in some places, it was rendered like the sea because of the depth um, or the deep. So another place that it was used, actually the only other place that word is used, uh, a booth, is in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty five, And it said, uh, three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep. Okay, so Paul, this is Paul talking. The word deep is the word um, abuthos. And he was saying, three times I've been beaten with rods. Once I, I was stoned. Three times I suffered a shipwreck. Listen, he was having a bad day. Okay, let's be honest. And a night and a day I have been beaten in the deep. Okay? That's the only other time in the Bible that that word is used. Uh, the bottomless pit. Now, I have rendered the bottomless pit as the populace of humanity. Now, hear what I'm telling you. I have rendered it as the, as the populace of humanity. Humanity will forever reproduce. There is no end to it. So when the devil is cast into the bottomless pit, where is he cast to? He's cast to humanity. That's why you can start to put together that he was cast to the earth, right? He's the prince and power uh of he's part of the prince and power of the air and he is the ruler of this world. See? This world. What world? The flesh world, the carnal world, not your physical flesh, your carnal thinking, your soul desires. This is where all this comes from. And shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more. Now, the setting a seal upon him back then when they would put someone in a tomb or in a grave, they would seal it. Okay, and you can go back to uh, Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar when Nebuchadnezzar sealed the stone, okay, so and put his seal upon it. So 
it is another type to basically closing the door, okay? That he should deceive the nations no more, okay? Now, when you're dealing with the nations, you're dealing with the word ethnos. This is where ethnicity comes from. So when you're filling out your job application and it asks you, what is your ethnicity? This is where the word comes from. And it's defined as a race, as of the same habit. As of the same habit. That is a tribe, specifically foreign, which means uh, non-Jewish, in that definition. Uh, Gentile, heathen, nation, people, okay? Uh, now, Thayer, Thayer's lexicon had a little more of an in-depth explanation of that, and I kind of like it. It said a multitude, whether of men or of beasts, associated or living together, a company, troop, or swarm, the human family, a multitude of individuals of the same nature or genes. Okay. So now that's the definition. Now I want to ask you, most of you have heard of this, uh, ancestry, whatever test to this blood test that you can find out your ancestry, right? And if you take that test and you get that test back, you'll find out that contained inside of you are multiple nations. Just they, they do a blood test and they say, okay, you're, you're this part African, you're this part European, you're this part Asian, you're this part South American, you're this, this and that. So contained in you are the nations. Said he should deceive the nations no more until the thousand years should be fulfilled. Okay, what does the word fulfilled mean? It means the point aimed at as a goal. Okay. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Now, this word is vitally important. You've got to understand this. When you read the word after, in our language today, we think that once the thousand years has stopped, which I understand how you get this, I do, but uh, you've got to go back to and define all of the words in order to understand anything because you cannot just read this in your modern day language and get any of it. Okay, the word after is the Greek word meta. And meta means amid. Amid means during the course of. So during the course of him being bound a thousand years, he must be loosed a little season. During the course of him being bound a thousand years, he must be loosed a little season. Now, who takes the seal off of him and lets him out? We do. We give him power in our own lives. And that's the loosing and the taking off of the seal. 
we unchain him and we set him free in our own lives. How do we do that? Now, no one just sits around thinking, oh, I think I'm going to let the devil loose in my life today. No, that's not how that works, okay? It starts with a thought, and then you follow that thought. And before you know it, you have just unleashed him in your life. And now you're trying to cage him. What do they say? It's easier to let the cat out of the bag than to put him back in. See how that happens? Now, verse four. And I saw thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Do you see that? So we're going to move into that verse, but we're running out of time for today. So uh, we will get that verse We'll study that verse and move into that tomorrow, okay? Uh, I don't want to give you too much at one time. I will get to the next part of the question, which is this verse, and we are going to get into that tomorrow. So I want to thank everyone for tuning into the podcast and being faithful supporters and subscribers. Make sure that you share this with your friends. You subscribe and follow us. That way, every time we load a new podcast, you can be notified and you will not miss out on anything. You can always find our podcast at our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com. We're also on all of the major podcast stations. So whatever your favorite podcast station is, you can listen to us there. You can listen to us on Amazon Alexa. Tell Alexa to play Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield, and it will start playing us. So be sure to subscribe, share us with your friends. If you have any questions, you can go to our website and email us from the website, or you can email us direct, you can email me directly at vmansfield at pastorvancemansfield.com. That's vmansfield at pastorvancemansfield.com. Or you can go to the website, pastorvancemansfield.com, and you can email us there. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Ministries. We're always available on there. You can uh, contact us. We are reachable. So please write to us and let us know how these broadcasts are blessing you. And if you have any questions, please be sure to write us your questions. I absolutely love when you write questions in, even though sometimes I fall behind on answering them. Some of them we will just email you back directly and some of them we will take to the podcast. So Please write your questions to us, and uh, I would I look forward to hearing you. If these are a blessing to you, please be a blessing back and make a donation, whatever God has laid on your heart to give. You can do that directly from the website. It's safe, it's secure. God bless you, and goodbye.